Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Gemma Brooke Allen, who is 13 years old, but if you see the credits she's done as far as acting goes, you'll be blown away. She was in Fresh Off the Boat, she's been in CBS's SEAL Team, the Netflix film Kate, and she stars in the brand new Netflix movie called Mixtape. And she's also released some music as well. She released a song uh, for Christmas called Happier at Christmas. And she's got some new things in the works as well. You can watch that interview on Zoom video. Gemma got into acting at two years old. She was born in Burbank, only lived in, in L.A. And uh, got into acting at two, was doing diaper commercials. We talk about when her first real memory of being on set was the difference between singing in a studio and uh, being on set for a film. And she dives into her role as the lead star in the Netflix film Mixtape, which also stars two-time Emmy winner Julie Bowen of, obviously, Modern Family. She's on Babewash, a bunch, a bunch of stuff. So you'll know Julie Bowen. But it was an amazing conversation with Gemma Brooke Allen. And if you want to watch the video, it is up now on our Facebook page and YouTube channel, at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be incredible if you subscribe to our channel and if you like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Bringing Back Pod. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, we would so, so appreciate it if you give us a five-star rating and uh, follow there as well. And if you're an Amazon shopper, a portion of your everyday purchases will help support our podcast with just a few clicks. It's super easy please head over to our website, bringingitbackwards.com, and click on Amazon each time you begin your purchases. Those few extra clicks will help keep our mission of providing a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their personal stories on how they achieve stardom so that all artists and music enthusiasts have access to meaningful and memorable advice that will help inspire their own musical journeys. To recap, please head over to bringingitbackwards.com and click on Amazon before you make each and every purchase. Because a portion of that purchase will add up in a big way to help support our mission. Thank you so much. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Gemma Brooke Allen. This podcast is about you. Really, we mainly talk about your journey in music, but... Um, I'd love to hear about your acting career and, of course, the new show, which is all around music as well, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Very um, cool. Yeah, I've been acting for a very long time. I'd say, mm -hmm. uh, I think, 11 years now because I wow. started, yeah, when I was young, I, you know, did, like, the little diapers commercials or whatever. So I started from there and I was, like, two years old. And then I just worked my way to TV and then eventually movie mixtape, which, which was like my first big movie role. Mm -hmm. And, um, but my mom, I would like as a baby be making faces in the mirror and like telling stories and entertaining my, myself. And she'd be like, let's get this girl into acting. And <laughs> that's, that's how it started. Wow. That's so cool. Are you originally from LA? Yeah, me and my mom were born right here in Burbank. Wow, that's so cool. I'm from Southern California as well. I'm from San Diego, but I recently moved oh, to Nashville. Nice. But oh, I know God. LA very well. Um, awesome. So it started acting at two. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously, what, when, when do you remember really, you know, being on set? Or it's got to be like a point where you're like, you probably don't remember the diaper commercials. 
But yeah. like, what what is the first uh, role you had or, or first experience in the industry that you remember as a child? You know, something for me as a child, the most memorable thing, the most memorable thing for me was the um, the food tables, the <laughs> craft services. <laughs> Okay. But I remember I did, um, I think it was a Samsung commercial where I like point to myself on the TV and I had like a fake TV mom and dad. And I don't know, it's weird the things you remember, but I remember like me, them cueing me and me like running in. And I remember the food and they had like this big chest of like sodas and stuff. And I was like, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the first one I remember. I think I was like three years old at that time. So wow. early. Yeah. That's funny that you 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 bring up the like the catering or the the, the service. That's so funny. Just like yeah, exactly. I'm sure they that's all I really cared about. Yeah, right. They probably stack it with soda and candy and everything else that a kid would love. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. That is so funny. Um we're going back to real quick to your mom. Is she in the industry or it just happened to be like, oh my gosh, my my daughter could totally do this. She's got this vibe about her. Yeah, she actually, she's not in the industry, mm -hmm. but um, she's actually a great singer, but oh, okay. she's never like really, but um, funny, my dad's side is actually has a lot of actors, like my oh. great, my great grandma, um, Jeannie Van Damme, she's still acting and she's like 96. And oh, then, wow. Yeah. And then one of her sons, my uncle Andrew is an actor too. So I don't know. I think it skipped a generation because it was like. <laughs> no, yes, no, yes. And then sure. my dad and my mom were like, no. And then me and my brother, yes. So I don't know, but my mom never had any prior experience, but it's funny because my dad's side had, you know, way back, you know. Mm -hmm. Did you, were you able to like, uh, were you mentored by them at all? Like, did they kind of show you the ropes at all when it comes to the industry or was it like, oh, here you go. Good luck. <laughs> um, well, in the beginning, I think I was too young to really be taught a lot, mm -hmm. but me and my great grandma have this thing of, we like to use acting to, um, spread good messages. And we do, her whole thing is like, we do good movies. We want to help people and make the world a better place through acting. Like it's, you know, important to us, like mixtape movies with good messages, feel good movies, movies that teach you lessons or help you with life or anything like that. And she was like, Gemma, I pass the good, the good vibes torch to you, you know? <laughs> and it's really cute because she's really, you know, she likes to spread the good vibes and she's all about that. And she's really happy that, you know, me and my brother are doing that too. So that's something that's really important to me that she definitely really encourages. So that is so cool. That is really yeah. cool. Um, when it comes to music, you said your mom's a singer, but have you always been into singing? I mean, I heard your, your Christmas song, which is, is really cool. I like it a lot. Um, but I was wondering like, how, when did you start singing? Um, in the womb. No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> when I was in the womb, my mom would sing to me as soon as she knew that I could hear her a little bit. And I always wow. grew up around music and she loved to listen to Mariah Carey and Celine Dion and Whitney Houston. 
And I just grew up around all of that music. And when I was three years old, we were already doing harmonies together in the car. Listening really? to music. Yeah. So I just, and, you know, we were always singing together, just having a blast. Even now, she's my best friend. We say we're, she's my bestie from the Westie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just always grew up around that. And my brother loves to sing too. Like just when he's doing school, it's hilarious. We're both homeschooled and we'll be like doing science and we're like, you know. <laughs> Jamming yeah. out. Yeah, Jim and Al, it's hilarious. But I always just always grew up around that for sure. That I was is, getting, that is yeah, forever. Wow. Well, uh, real quick on the homeschooling thing, I think everyone's been like pretty much homeschooled for the past two years. So you probably had a leg up on most people, I would think. Yeah, I did. I started homeschooling in third grade. So I was already homeschooled before COVID. So mm-hmm. I'm really lucky that nothing really changed for me. You know, I mean, a lot did like I didn't get to see friends as much and stuff like that. But thank goodness I was already homeschooled. So it, it, I didn't have to adjust. So I you're right. I really did get a leg up on that one. Yeah, because a lot of kids I mean, I have a, I have a son in middle school and a son in kindergarten. And like they tried to put them, you know, at least my younger, younger son in Zoom sessions and stuff when he was, in, oh boy, you know, pretty much in preschool and the kindergarten. And I'm like, how are they going to learn over the computer? It's just, it, I, I, to me, it was like unimaginable for that young. But I mean, third grade when you're going on, obviously you have a lot more uh, yeah. knowledge of everything else. But. Yeah, I think it's, I'm, I'm very happy that I went to public school while I did. Mm-hmm. But my brother was still in school and he did these weird Zoom sessions. And my mom was like, he's not learning anything. Like, right. this, what's the point? Like, <laughs> so Exactly. So now my brother's homeschooled too now, which just works out for us because it's easier. So sure, that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> with uh, with your acting career, I want to I want to talk about. Well, actually, let's go back to your song real quick. Uh, the song was put out obviously around Christmas time. It's a Christmas song, and it's going to be around next Christmas and even you know between then. But when you went to the studio to record that song, was that a totally different experience than being on, say, a television set or a movie set? Like what? How, how, how was that compared to what you're probably used to doing? Yeah, well, it is very different. You're not on camera, which is good. So you can just show up in your sweatpants and be comfortable, which is something I liked. But it's kind of similar to doing like ADR and voiceover stuff, which mm-hmm. I've done a lot for, you know, voiceover for movies. So oh, okay. it's very similar to that. Like when you're done filming and you go in for ADR, you mm-hmm. know, and you just go in your pajamas there are no craft services, unfortunately, but that's okay. <laughs> you have to bring your own. Yeah. I had to bring my own and water, but it's, it's really fun. And what's cool is it's like movies in the way where you can just, you know, do as many takes as you want, but it's also like, you have no director, like you're the director. So it's like, did you like that take? Did you feel good about that? Let you know what? No, let's try one more time. Or I want to try this, or I want to do that which is, you know, that's also really cool, but also different, not having someone, you know, I had help, of course, but I got, right, I'm sure you had a producer and, and somebody else that kind of steers yeah. you in a direction that, cause they're going to put the song together and yeah, of course, tell but you that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, that is cool. Not having a direct director, like you need to say this exactly like this. And you know, you, yeah, you can just try runs and, and mess around and, you know, do whatever you want. Kind of, but I mean, not whatever you want, but you know what I mean. <laughs> sure, sure. Do you have other songs uh, that you've recorded and ready to put out or still kind of back into the acting world now? 
Um, I do have some stuff coming that I'm not going to talk about yet, but very exciting stuff. And I do have songs that I'm working on. And I hope that this year I can really, you know, focus on my singing more because last year it was like all acting mixtape and stuff. So I think I'll be a little, this year might be a little more singing and I hope that I can work on it more and work on my voice and get better. And yeah, we definitely have some cool stuff coming. And also with acting too, there's a book that I really liked as a young kid and my team is working on getting it and we want to develop it into a movie. Wow. That is exciting. Well, I can't wait to hear what book that obviously you're not going to tell me the name of the book, but (laughs) anyways, it's really exciting. It's, it's, that is so cool. Um, do you enjoy the juggling of, you know, song singing and then back to acting and, and back and forth? Totally. I, I love both. And I'm so lucky that I get to do what I love to do for a living, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully for the rest of my life. And um, it's great. I love to act and I also love to sing. So it's good to have that balance, you know, so I'm so lucky that I get to do both and mm-hmm. I love it. It's a perfect situation for me. <laughs> sure. That's awesome. And you so your mixtape is on Netflix, Netflix movie, mm-hmm. but you're also on another Netflix movie, right? Called Kate. Yes. Yes. I filmed that movie in Hawaii with Woody Harrelson and it was amazing. And I got to do like, it's so different than mixtape, which I love about it. It's cool. As an actress, you get to do so many different things. You could mm-hmm. be like, a bad, you know what, assassin. And then you can see like a cute Beverly looking for her parents, emotional. But this one was so cool because it was like, you know, gun training. And I mean, it's a super small role. You see me for like two seconds, but I got to be there for a long time. And I got to do boxing and knife training and gun shooting and shooting range and stuff. And that was so cool. I love it. I really, it was super fun. Super. Wow. You got to do shooting, uh, like range shooting. Yeah, my dad took me to a shooting range before we went with a real gun. But of course, on prop, I had on set, I had the fake one. But I shot that one, too, which is really fun. And then they had me like shoot at the camera, like the actual lens, because it had like a protector thing on or something. So Uh I'd shoot it. But then it was a little scary because the things would fly back on my face. But oh, yeah, I would think I would be scared to do that. Yeah. Even if you're like, I know this isn't real, but still you're pointing at something. (laughs) I would have to just be like, Kate, like just. You kind of just like, give me a second to get into character, you know, and then you just, I don't know. You have to just let all just of do it. <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah. The show must go on. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I love that you're in fresh off the boat. That's like one of my favorite shows. My wife is uh, half Filipino and we always watch that show and just laugh about like how she's like, oh, this is so similar to my mom and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, you're, I, that's a big one for us. So I think that's so cool that you're in that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, I love TV. I've done a lot of TV stuff like that, but that show's awesome. I love it too. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Well, I want to hear about mixtape because it is music driven. Yes. Uh, and so essentially you find a mixtape, right? A broken tape and yeah. you, it's your parents tape that they made what is teenagers or something. Tell me, tell me about the movie. What, what's yeah. the premise of the movie? So my name is Beverly Moody and I live with my grandma because my parents um, died in a car crash when I was super young. And oh, wow. my grandma, Gail, who's played by the fantastic, brilliant Julie Bowen, 
she, my grandma had my mom when she was 16. And then my mom had me when she was 16. So you would think, how is Julie Bowen going to be grandma? Right. But she's actually super young. So everybody thought that my parents totally, you know, messed up and they had me super young, but I know nothing about them because it's too painful for my grandma to even talk about it, you know? So, um, she's kind of just in like robot mode, you know, she can't really express emotions really. It's hard for her, but then I'm going through the garage and I find a mixtape of theirs and I try to listen to it and it breaks, but, but I find the song list so I go on this whole hunt for all the song lists and I make friends and I learn things. And it's just kind of this coming of age story of, and it's just this girl who really wants to know about her parents and feels like she's liked and know who she is and, um, find, you know, her parents find where she belongs and, you know, feel like her parents liked her, you know, it's crazy. She does all this stuff just to know what songs they liked to see if they would have liked, you know, the same things Uh um, just so she can get, you know, just feel a little closer. That's how much she wants it. It's really, it's really sweet. That is that I remember making mixtapes as a kid. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, It has a a lot of nostalgia in there, which I think the adults are liking a lot. Sure. Yeah. It takes place in 1999 and then Y2K party. So it's very nostalgic and stuff. And in the movie, there's Y2K's happening and you can hear on the radio in some scenes, like the world's going to end. What are we going to do? You know? And then I, um, I have a lot of spam. And I'm like preparing the garage for, for a bunker. And that's when I find mixtape. So it's very, oh, okay. Yeah, well, that was totally a thing. Like I, yeah. I'm older. I remember, you know, when that was happening and people were like, the computers are going to broke and everything's going to go haywire. And you know, everyone, you know, it was this very big deal and a scare and on uh, new year's and ended, yeah. ended, um, you know, the new millennium. I remember, we were watching the news and seeing like how, cause you know, if you go to like Australia, they're ahead of us, right. As far mm-hmm. as timing and, and days go, we'd watch and be like, Oh my, did their computers crash yet? Okay. We might be okay here. And then, you know, it kind of happened and obviously nothing went wrong, but um, <laughs> it was definitely a scare. I can't what, even imagine. <laughs> what, what are some of the songs that are on the mixtape that you find? We've got Teacher's Pet by The Quick, which is one of my favorites. Okay. And then another one of my favorites is Better Things by The Kinks. Such a great mm-hmm. song. It's yeah. like, you know, whatever you go through, you always find better things. And then there's Dancing in the Moonlight by Me and the Girls. And it's cool because it's the Dancing in the Moonlight, but we did it with electric guitar. So it's kind of like a punk remix of it, which is really cool. That's awesome. What else? We've got Getting Nowhere Fast by Girls at Our Best. Love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think that's the main majority of them. Yeah, majority. Yeah. And, oh, and then there's the wrong song, of course. The song at the end. No spoilers, but you know, <laughs> it's, uh, they, it's one of my favorite songs. It it's not like a song that you listen to every day because it's super emotional, uh-huh. but it's just like a beautiful song. And it's it comes along at the perfect time when Beverly thinks that you know, she's a mistake and, and, you know, her parents didn't like her and she wasn't meant to be, and she ruined her parents' lives. And then that song comes along and it's like, oh, I'm just getting emotional, but it's like, 
you are everything that we've ever wanted and you're not a mistake and you might get things wrong, but nothing's wrong with you. And it's like, it's so sweet. Anyways, that's a great, it's a great premise for a movie. It's something I obviously hasn't been done before. And, and to think of that, like people like me, you know, yeah, it's got the nostalgia factor of like, I remember making mixtapes as a kid and, you know, in high school or whatever, like that was what you did because you didn't have obviously streaming or even like making mixtapes on CD wasn't around yet. It was like all on cassette tape. Yeah. And to define that and, you know, kind of try to figure out what, what your parents were into. And did you know any of those songs prior to doing the film? No, I, I'm, more <laughs> of a, like, I'm more of a like R&B type of girl or pop. And I okay. had never listened kind of like Beverly, like the whole punk rock world. Like I had never been introduced to it before and I love it now. Like I listen to it all the time, but I had never been introduced to that genre. And right. it was, it was really cool. Just like Beverly, like discovering it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I usually didn't listen to that type of music. So that's, that was also a really cool experience getting to, you know, be introduced to all this cool new music that I'd never yeah. So was yeah. there a particular band that you found out of it that you're like, oh, if I wouldn't have you know, been in this movie, I would have never known about whoever. I'm going to have to say the quick. OK, the quick. Um, they're very special to me. You guys will see why in a little bit, maybe. But okay. um, it. Uh, yeah, probably the quick. All of them. I didn't know. I love um, Girls at Our Best. The Kinks. Mm -hmm. um, I I went to the record store at Amoeba Records and I got a bunch of their um, vinyls. Oh, awesome! A record, a record player for my room. So I mean, all of them. But I think the Quick would probably be the main one. That is awesome. I love that you have a record player and you're collecting vinyl. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool that that's still happening. I mean, I know that it's still big in 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 the world of like you know older ish people will buy records but to know that you know your generation of, of people coming up still are into vinyl and into records that's awesome yeah everything it's really cool to see it's a great time era right now because um everything from the 90s and 80s is coming back like fashion and like butt bags and like hairstyles and music and and vinyls and mixtapes like everything so especially fashion though like it's really cool in seventies too. Like everything's just coming back in style. So mm -hmm. that's really cool to see too, how everything, you know, eventually comes back into style. That, uh -huh. that's really cool. Oh, definitely. And it will, the thing about streaming is like, you don't get the physical thing. And then like a CD just isn't the same. You're like a record, you have this big record and there's yeah. usually a cool, the, the, the record maybe is a different color or has just something special about it. And just having that, um, yeah. is awesome. it, it doesn't sound the same either. No. You know, it's a little it grittier. And also, it's really cool to collect them. It's really fun. What was the first record you bought? Was it one of those? Yeah, it was one of those. It was, um, I think it was like the best of the kinks, like all oh. of their songs. Okay. Yeah. What about newer artists? Do you have any vinyl from any newer artists? I want to get, I haven't gotten them, but they're like in my car online. I want to get um, 30 by Adele and okay. uh, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. Oh, and what else is it? Oh, Heat Waves, Glass Animals. Oh, that's a I great song one. On vinyl. I was so excited. That's like one of my, it, I, it was one of my favorite. It's like one of my favorite songs. So I'm excited about those. Those are some more, you know, recent things for sure. Sure. That's and then maybe so cool. some uh, Billie Eilish too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Billie Eilish is great. That is awesome. Well, I can't wait to see the film. I, like I said, I've seen the, a lot of the trailer and everything else, but I wanted you to kind of tell your side of the story since you're there and you're in it, you're starring in it. And like, that's so cool. And I can't wait to hear your new songs. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I do have one more quick question for you. Yes. I want to know if you could uh, give any advice to somebody, you know, coming up in either music or acting or wants to get in into this industry. Would you have any advice for them? Hmm, that's a really good question. Tons. Um, okay. <laughs> I think some of the important things I would say are something really important is to know that some things you just really can't control. You know, like you may love a role and you get so far on it, but sometimes it's your eye color or your hair is too long or, you know, your voice doesn't sound right or something. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. And you just got to, the only thing you can do is do the very best that you can and then just let it go. Because if it's, if you're meant to get it, you will get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And if the role is meant for you, you'll get it. But the best you can do is work as hard as you can and do the best you can. And then you just have to let it go because it's not in your control and stressing about it and stuff does not help. Trust me. I've tried it many times. Um, that's just the best. It's all you can do. And um, also just be yourself. And a tip that I actually use is I get, sometimes I get super nervous and you can channel your nervousness into energy and like excitement. I try to do that. I don't know. It sounds weird, but I don't know. It's just kind of a thing that I, I try to do. Cause you know, sometimes I'll be like super nervous and then I'm like, okay, energy, energy, confidence, excitement, you know, and I'll just use it, try to use it for that. So that's great advice, especially for somebody, you know, maybe going on stage for the first time or being on, you know, now you have all these cameras around me, like being able to channel kind of that instead of just freezing up. Yeah. I think that, you know, acting is a, a lot of things in life are very similar, you know, like just in acting or in like my dad's in business, you always have to keep going and in life you can't control everything but the all you can do is the best that you can do and sometimes whether what you get or not has nothing to do with you and all you can do is your very best